Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of a plaster in the pool. Ooh. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's the start of a epidemic movie, pandemic movie. What, a, pl- a plaster in the pool? Absolutely. Contaminating. Contamin- contaminating everything. They are minging, aren't they? Oh, yeah, I remember, um, do you remember the swimming pool where the time where we're from? The um, I sometimes we sometimes when I drive past there, I uh, I can see inside. It's smaller than I remember, but maybe it's because I've got bigger. And I think I think it's probably that. I yeah. think it's bigger, and that was a minging place. But a small part of me'd like to go back there. Yeah, me too. Actually, do you, also, do you know what also, I mean? Also, the one uh, in the next town over because that one had a big slide. Didn't it, it did. It, Alex it didn't have a slide. It had a flume. Alex. Oh, did it? It, did have it had a flume. a flume. Yeah, I said and that a to wave machine. Oh, it did have a wave machine. God, that wave machine. We didn't know what we were missing back then. Do you know, we, we just Absolutely took that for not. granted. We, did. we just took we just took Actually, that. No, we didn't take it for granted because we didn't have it in our town. It was Oh, we had over. to we had to go over to the yeah, next yeah. town. Yeah. Oh goodness. I, lo- I loved that. Didn't you just love a trip to the pool? Yeah. Nothing nothing was nothing was worrying. A trip to the pool at the sporty and then a chicken burger afterwards. Life Absolutely. was fine. Or Maybe a when, can of lilt. Or when your pals were like, oh, we're going to go to the pool on Friday. And you're like, uh, all right, okay, fair enough. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's we're going to go, we're going to go to Dunbar pool. Oh, I never had that privilege. I was, I, you were, you were from quite an uppity family, Alex, weren't you? You were what? quite posh. Yeah. You were quite, what? you got all the privilege stuff. I just got pool or puddle. That was it. Pool, go to the pool, pool or the puddle, the puddle outside the pool. <laughs> none of this, none of this, uh, none of this, none of this, uh, flume privileges. None of the wave you. pool privilege. I, I, um, I did miss those days, didn't they? I love how we're reminiscing of things that were over twenty, like what twenty years ago now. Oh, <laughs> no, maybe 15, 15 years, fifteen years ago. No, but um, but goodness, what a time! And a plaster specifically. I'm wearing a plaster right now, Alex. I had a boo boo the other week. Oh no! Because I tripped and fell instantly when I um, I took I got a basketball for my birthday. I am twelve. Yes. Um, it was, my bir- it was both of our birthdays recently, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Happy birthday, Alex, to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I did that, that was nice. Yeah, that was good. Um, and uh, and I got a basketball, and I tripped instantly <laughs> when I went to try and. Try- I mean, it was a proper fall. I literally cut my hand. It was a lot of blood, but it was um, Jesus. But 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 the good news is, like like any um, the 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 um, what's it called? The real reward of when you wear a plaster. Is not the plaster itself that cut that 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 stops the bleeding. It's it's the lovely smell of the plaster you get a couple of days in. Oh, oh, you, you know, just the, oh, you no. know, just yeah, that's it, Alex. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no. it's a no. lovely smell. Look, oh god, oh, oh it's lovely. Oh god, oh, don't. and it and oh yeah, don't. Can I? Can I <laughs> what this? Oh no, no, don't, oh, he's, he's licking it. No, oh, he's, he's not. Licking it. He's not. licking it. He's <laughs> licking his plaster. Oh, you minger. I feel so. I've not left the house and I've not been feeling that well. I've not left the house in a couple of days. I feel like um, I feel like a rogue unit, Alex. You right. know when you don't. You know when you don't leave the house after a few days and you're like, the world. What? I went actually. I did go outside to lock the gate yesterday, and I had oh, to brilliant. like take a second to look out, to look in the sky. I was like. Oh, oh <laughs> just, just staring at the sky. The sky's just um, blue. <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was very fun. I'm kind of going mad. I'm kind of going mad. Um, it's a bit hot down there as well, isn't it? It is very, it's very warm down here. 
Um, I, uh, I'm not doing too well whilst being ill and also in the heat. It's not, yeah. it's not particular. It's not becoming of me, Alex. Well, it's nice and cool. It's nice and cool up here. Like the, the horror came in yesterday to call the heat off the land. It's, oh, very it's nice. Quite nice. Very nice. It's quite nice. This the Scott the har coming in oh, yeah, the har coming in is something that I remember. Yeah. That's that's what that's what um that's what I used to. Do you remember um God? This is just like we we've not spoken in a while, and so none of this is really any sort of pre rehearse It's just us remembering old things. Remember yeah. when we used to remember we used to sail, Alex. God, I how do. privileged we said, and it got really wind and it got really windy in the afternoon for when the har came in. Yeah. Oh, and our little in our little toppers. And we used to get blown over. Yes. Oh, it gets very goodness. wet. <laughs> and remember that time you did a jobby right in your wetsuit and you had to take the wetsuit off so clinically because you were that terrified. Oh, I'm really, yeah. I'm really sorry to disappoint you. That was actually you. And you're, oh, you're projecting. Was it wasn't me, was that it me? Was, and you're projecting. And oh, projecting I'm sorry. The, yeah. what, the projecting the time that you remembered when you did a job in the wetsuit. No, no, no. As I yeah, said, it was, I, you. It was I, you. You you worked on this in therapy. Do you not remember? Yeah, I you're, was you're confused I, again. I was. I was working through it because of the harrowing time that I had to help a friend take off a wetsuit. Again. Because I had to, I remember it took me a long time to get over the trauma of assisting you in such a terrible act that you oh, created for uh, yourself. The, the, the denial is truly heartbreaking, honestly. <laughs> I thought we were past this. The, I thought the, we were past the this. The wetsuit incident. I never, ever thought for a single day that you would let anybody talk about that deeply traumatic experience that you'd had on this podcast. We're gonna move on. We will. We will. I'm so, I'm genuinely so delirious right now. Oh, I'm um, I'm kind it's, of just it's gonna make for some top quality content. It is. It is. But actually, today this is gonna be a really good show this week because we're doing a special. And um, if we do say so ourselves, so neither of us had a chance to go and see Nope. So that's gonna be next week. Um, is that <laughs> right? Theoretically, is that right? Okay, yeah, fine. Theoretically, it's gonna be next week. I mean, we looked at the she- Alex. This is gonna be the first of many jokes, but we looked at the schedule and we said, "If we're gonna get a chance to go and see this film, what did you say?" <laughs> nope. Yeah. So uh, there's that. So Maddie and I might go and see it tonight. Maddie's quite oh, excited. Good, good, uh, good. We like a Jordan. We'd like a Jordan Peele flick. And I suggested to you, Alex. Well, you know, Jordan Peele has um, has used some really interesting and innovative, shall we say, um, musical scores for both uh, Get Out and uh the other one us you us one of us us, us. him them there them that um, over there <laughs> over there what's that a ghost um my uh i'll send you the video my dad sent my dad and brother um were at fringe by the sea recently and they uh they they went to see frankie boyle and uh they got very did drunk they, and, they, and they were telling some funny jokes and they, they did a, they did some funny videos sent back. I don't know if you've seen any of it because you've been up there. Well I've, well, I've not seen any of your your dad. No, fringe by the sea, you bloody you bloody. Fool. I've just arrived. I've just arrived. I just arrived oh, last night. Oh, it's all over then. Yeah, you arrived at the wrong time. So 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 um, they're running late trains apparently. Sorry, uh, no, new, 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 small town gossip, 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 gossip. Small town gossip. Um, Actually, no. I tell a lie. I am going mm-hmm. to see. I am going to see something. I'm going to see. Um, the RSNO, which is the Royal Scottish National. Oh, do Orchestra, John Williams? Do John Williams in yeah in the park? Yeah, I've seen in I've the seen lodge. This. That is <laughs> that is excellent. I thought about 
uh, that when I saw it and I tried to see if my family would go get tickets, but they went to see Frankie Boyle By instead. The way, that's so your family. It is so my family. <laughs> Thanks for that. So uncultured, so uncivilized. What a, what a dog of a family. You all, I bet you all did jobbies in, jobbies in the wetsuits and swam in plaster and faced in pools. We went to Dunbar <laughs> with the flume and the wave machine. <laughs> Uh, it all connects. It all ties up. It's all worth it. Um, what were we talking about? That's fine. Yeah, Just we were talking a, about. <laughs> we were talking about what we were t- going to talk about this week because we're oh, doing that, a special. That, that's it. We're doing a special this week because. Um, so, so Alex, you know, and, I, and off the back of Nope, um, some innovative score music and stuff that this and that, and I and I was like, well, I mean, surely this calls for a special episode, and we'll do we'll talk about other great horror scores. Um, but we were quite late in deciding this, and so Alex didn't have a huge amount of time. You're not a huge horror fan, are you, Alex? No, I'm not a huge horror fan. So I was like, "That's a very good topic, Calm. I know he all about horror. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> but I do, nothing. but I do, but I do want to do that topic because that is a great topic, and there's some really amazing examples of horror and you know some thriller scores where it's worked well and you know not not even just this i mean probably one of the top of my list would have been something like the hateful eight or something like this you know just a just a really terrifying score for a really probably terrifying concept or you know you've got your classic your psychos you your uh oh you know how does the psycho score go alex again this is yeah. uh, is it where where that's where, the one where, where, yeah, okay fine that's yeah. the one it's more um, it's more of know. a re- Ring, oh, rank, rank, rank. Okay, rank, fine, rank. fine, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got your John Carpenter's, you know, so we tubular bells. We we've got that sort of stuff. Um, and I think that Jordan Peele definitely adds a, adds something to that list. But of course, Alex didn't have anything to add. But Alex also, <laughs> Alex came back with a really interesting one. Now we we've this year we've been commenting on on the the frequency of the Michael Giacchino's um. Uh, sort of, uh, I guess his appearances on this pod. He's 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 come onto the show quite a few times. Yeah, um, and lovely chap. Lovely, really, really nice chap. And I wanted, um, and 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 I've wanted for some time to really look at the totality of his scores. And nothing better than taking a few hours last night and this morning whilst on the toilet to really investigate his <laughs> life and investigate the scores. And it's amazing. Um, you know, he he. he so this week's episode, we're doing our, our top five each of our Michael Giacchino scores and. What I want to do is we're going to go backwards and forwards on on our favorite scores and why. And I think that there's a real plethora. But I guess just up top, you know, he he's a, he's an American um, composer for you know films, television, game shows. He he composed the scores to television series Lost, Alias, uh, and Fringe video game series such as Medal of Honor, Call of Duty, to many um, some Pixar, uh, Pixar, and other big blockbuster movies, including Incredibles, Star Trek, Up, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Jurassic World, Inside Out, the Spider Man series. The it said those um, you know other other Pixar's including Inside Out, Coco, and um, and he actually he he's an Academy Award winning composer do you know what he won his academy for oh that's a very good question was it one of the pixar ones it was one of the pixar ones in which case i'm gonna say inside out it wasn't no 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 no. was it up and i think it was up yeah and i think there's an interesting conversation around there because really there's four pixars that he's that he's sort of you know coco inside out up um and the incredible well five including ratatouille as well um but 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 you know, it's an amazing, an amazing um, back catalogue 
um, for, from him. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into his uh, in, into all of his into all of his life. Um, but you know, b- b- born in born in New Jersey, um, from from an Italian ancestry. Do, would that oh. have uh, rung true for you there? Oh my um, so so just so so just some sort of uh, some facts of yeah. I mean, he's 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 been composing since 1994. Um, his occupation, he would always say, is obviously a film and television score. But he has also been, uh, you know, in the sound department for many of blockbuster films, including things like Endgame, where he, um, you know, where he he supported. He supported um, in producing roles and and has upcoming writer and director roles. Um, he's, I he's, love he's, that. Yeah, I, he's he's I brilliant. <clears throat> he's brilliant. He's uh, he's fifty four years old and he isn't planning on stopping anytime soon. Um, so I mean, look, you know, uh, and as I say, has won Oscars, has won Emmy, um, has three Grammys as well. Um, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying. I, I remembered the Grammys that he's that he's won before. Um, trying to think. So definitely, it was it was up uh, that he won his Oscar for Grammy wise. Did he win? So it was Ratatouille. No, he was nominated for Ratatouille. Um, he was nominated for Jojo Rabbit for the for the BAFTAs. Um, Golden Globes, he won up as well. So that was a winning winning year that year. Yeah. Um, obviously, the the Incredibles was another one which he's nominated for. Um, then the 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 song Married Life, I think won um won a Grammy. Uh, I'm trying to think what else won the Grammys. Did Ratatouille won a Grammy? I think. I think. Anyway, so he's he's done he's done he's done some amazing he's done he's done some amazing stuff, um, but yeah. So I think this this uh, this episode we're going to go through our our five best scores and why. Absolutely. Now, and the way I think we should do this, right? I was yeah, thinking. I was thinking it. about how to do it because it's it's very likely, very likely slash inevitable that we've got some crossover here. Yeah. 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 So we do have a five, four, three, two, one each of us, and I think. Whoever has it higher in their list, mm-hmm. as in as in closest to number one, should be the one to talk about it. So, for example, I say I I say a movie early in my list, right? And you're like, oh, that's slightly higher up my list. We'll be like, all right, let's put a pin in that. We'll come back to it when we hit your. Okay, um, that's fair. That's your, fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Your higher higher spot type thing. That's fair. I think we should. I I mean I, I, that um. You 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 did a you did a shocking job of explaining. Just let's yeah. just explain them in order. <laughs> um, okay, fine, fine. I like that. Um, well, no, but I, I like I like yeah. I, I think let's just go through this. So so I've tried to do these in a pretty weird way um, okay. because I've tried not to because it, you know because candidly I didn't want to have you know five Pixar's uh, four you know all five Pixar's on the list because they're all deserving of being on the list. So oh, I've, yeah, try, I've tried where possible to group them so the top you know so number five spot i've tried to group around um I, i've tried to theme each of them so so, okay. so do you want me to go first or do you want to go first Ooh. you go first you go first okay okay so listen my number five is a bit of a controversial one but it's not because of um quality it is and it is quality it's because of the quantity of um my number five is is actually uh jurassic world oh okay. and it's well, not just that's jurassic... not on my list so so it's not <laughs> it's not just jurassic world itself but it's it's the continued work that he's done for the jurassic franchise now i know that we sort of we joked at the the at dominion um the, the cinema in edinburgh was not particularly great no um and that uh you know fallen kingdom is also not particularly great of a 
movie. But but you know, Camp Cretaceous is something that he has scored as well, which is a fantastic TV series. And all of the scores and all of the themes come from Jurassic World. Now, Jurassic World had an immensely difficult job of basically trying to find um, a, a, a more mature and a more appropriate theme that that, that installed wonder, but but all but also um, you know a, a new age, a new a new beginnings for dinosaurs in our world replicating a park that was successful what would it look yes. like if it did look well and while, while still hitting us over the head with the john williams member berries with with a lot of those yes yeah. so there was a really interesting tightrope to walk but what i what i really like and, and the reason i like this is because also i play the games i the, the the evolution games are brilliant games yeah. like they're seriously good games if you've got game pass i do mate, get, pass, get yeah. on get on those games they are brilliant games but but what what I really like about them is that there's he brings in um he he's able to capture a real sense of, and and there is really one or two main themes in this okay I won't I won't lie it's it's a built on a one or two main themes but but the 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 main Jurassic World theme the which which I I hear you know quite quite a lot in my head and when I watch and I play any of the extended games or watch TV series or something it's always there it's a it's a real presence throughout and. I do think to some extent that the job that he had to do for this was, look, you've got to in some way incorporate John Williams into this and, and, and in some ways maybe try and introduce a new theme, try and introduce a, a, you know, a, a Raptor theme or an Indorex theme or, yeah. or some sort of theme that represents, you know, that, that new listeners can tag onto and can listen. And, um, and this is what, and, and this is what it is. I, I think he, I think he did a wonderful job of it. Um, will it be remembered as one of his best themes ever? Will it be? Probably not. It's not going to stand yeah. up to Jurassic Park, um, the the theme. It's not going to, you know, we're not going to be remembering this as one of the great themes of all time. But I must admit, you know, that sequence at the end of Jurassic World when you have Rexy standing up and looking over, and Michael mm-hmm. Michael Giacchino's, you know, do 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 do. I I, I just. I think get it's you. really nice. It, yeah. it does really get you. Yeah, it's. It nice. it, I think it's a brilliant, and I think that Jurassic World, as uh, it, it's a wonderful transition. It's got the old and new. You've got family oh, in there. What's going on? Right. Yeah. Quick pause. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What are you doing? Uh, it's too echo. Hi. Hello. It's too, it's too echoey and studies. <laughs> I'm sorry. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Cool. I'm great. I like your t-shirt. Yeah, it's great. Is that Alex's or is that yours? Yeah, that was Alex's. Was. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right. Have fun. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, I sent you a text saying oh. that I moved to the bedroom. That was useful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> F- F- her phone was right beside me. Okay. So you texted her and her phone was next to you, yeah? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did, you, did you do a follow-up text when you saw the text go to her phone to say... This is really rude. Why are you not responding? No, I didn't. Do you know what's really funny though? I sent her a text and then I had to move the phone in order to sit down because it was sitting on the uh, thing I was about to sit down. So yeah, that, that's yeah. That, that's the, that's the level that I'm operating. You're, on you're quite thick, aren't you? Yeah, just a bit. You are quite thick. <laughs> just, just a bit. Aye. Anyway, that 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 is my summary of why I think Jurassic World. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's great. No, I, I really, really, I really liked the. Ju- well, I say really liked. I liked the Michael Giacchino ness that he brought to. Mm to the franchise mm, mm. i mean there was more care and attention that he put into that than a lot of other things he's done let's just say that for free. yeah there are there are a lot of other things yeah absolutely right my number five star mm-hmm. trek that's not on my list 
It's not on your list. Oh, no, great. it's not. I get to and, and that's what I'm saying. I, I was trying. I was trying to, in some way, group mine. So the top one was probably going to be a Star Trek or a Rogue One or a Jurassic World, like an actiony one. That's yeah. what I was trying to do. Yeah, and it yeah, was, yeah. They were my honorable mention. So it was an honorable mention for me. Okay, fair enough. Well, I love what he did with the Star Trek score. Do you remember it? I do. Yeah, 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 I do. I I can still hear it in my head, but I'd need to watch it. But but there was it was quite member berry esque as well, wasn't there? There was a lot of like sort it, well, of. I don't uh, I don't think it was member berry esque. The thing I really liked about it is it did incorporate the original Star Trek music. In fact, uh, uh, but you don't hear it in its full form. That's what I'm saying. It, it kind you, of it littered throughout. You don't hear it in its full form until the end credits. You know, the the famous, yeah, yeah, yeah. The famous 60s theremin melody. You know, that whole thing. You, yeah. don't, uh, you don't hear that until the end credits. But but you basically get told musically during the end credits that it was there the whole time. You just didn't really hear it. Right. And and so that's why I wouldn't really classify it as as member berry-esque because it's not there front and center with mm. a big with a big flag above it going, "Hey, look at me. I'm the Star Trek theme." John, it was way more subtle about that. So it was Yeah, so he he basically took the DNA <clears throat> of some like famous bits of, you know, Star Trek scoring from way back when. And put his own kind of um, space exploration-y scene uh, 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 stamp on it. Yeah, and, yeah. And I and I really really liked it. Like the one of the best shots in it, in in the first in the first movie. And I am kind of including Into Darkness as well, even though it's not as good a movie as the first one. Mm. Um, and it's not got as complex a score, I don't think, as the first one either. Um, but one of the best shots in the first one is when they see the Enterprise for the first time mm. in, in the in the space dock, mm. and the track is called "That New Car Smell." The one mm. thing one thing I really love about Michael Giacchino is when you get one of his uh, soundtracks on yeah. uh, Spotify or you know CD, God forbid, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but he's always got really funny track titles. Oh, his track titles are always nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he he really takes a joke to them. Yeah, yeah, and and I really, really I'll come like back to that. Yeah, I'm sure you will. But um, the the new car smell, you know, they they go around a big ship, and then there's the Enterprise, and then the 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 fanfare start, and the brass goes blaring like da 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 mm, da, mm. and and I always thought that that was similar to a kind of you know Treasure Island kind of situation, like you right, could, yeah, you, you could you could swap this space exploration naval thing for a a master and commander type mm, um, uh, mm. you know uh, yeah na- yeah yeah na- napoleonic naval kind of uh, kind of thing or pirate thing or what that's or, a really or, good or comparison yeah and because it doesn't because i think that's something that's often missed for any sort of space exploration movie is that people try you know anyone who is upset I, i've got a lot of um when i i did do a degree in naval architecture actually and, and 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 a lot of the um a lot of the the 
professors um, and, the, and the doctors that, that taught it were, were very much into their, you know, their swashbuckling adventures of old times and yeah. tall ships, etc. But also massively interested in starships and you know and, yeah. and, and spaceships and stuff and 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 designing of those. And they all they all joke. They're like, you know, if there's ever a big space station design, they're not going to the space station. They're going to the naval architects to design yeah. it. And I'm like, all right, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, of course not. But 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 like but but you're right. There is that. There is that really interesting. It's a fairly long link, but there there's a real link in terms of people who like that kind of, as you say, like coming across a you know a master and commander style ship, and you're being told to sail to the West Indies. You yeah. know, like back in the day, that that was like my well, God. I see, that's... It's, it's beyond. It's beyond. It's the beyond the realms of anything you know. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, at all, but, um, and yeah. But but I think that I think that over time. You know, when audiences look, you know, to your example of like when you're coming across a spaceship and you're being told you're going to go and explore brave new worlds in some weird way. And I don't know why this is. I think it's just our our understanding as audiences of exploration in space. We don't really assimilate it to that because we go, ah, it's safer though, isn't it? Because there's always a way out. There's always a way yeah. out, isn't it? Because all these things exist in stories. Yeah. Um, but 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 you're right. I think what the score here does is it tries to, in some way, go. No, this is this is a really dangerous task. Like try and remember what it would have been like. Cast your mind back to those days days of old, where you know they're going to places they've never been before, and there isn't a safety line. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I like that. Absolutely, and I think the the way that that's portrayed in the music is just really great, and that's why it's on my list. Very good, very good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna now. So I've tried to group these as as say, and I, and I didn't want to. I I wanted to put a one category in here, um, that in some way covered a TV series or a game. Oh, very um, good. So so now obviously with with a lot of the Jurassic World stuff, he he lent into some of the games. Um. One of the game series that I nearly thought, and I wanted to do this because I thought that he did the actual score for the film, and I was gutted when I found it wasn't was Small Soldiers. Oh. Um, but he does some of the he did the PlayStation One game etc. He picked up, okay. but that was actually Jerry Goldsmith, an incredible, yeah. incredible yeah. score, really great piece Another of music. I love that titan film. Titan of the craft, Jerry. Oh, Goldsmith. I, I loved it. I loved Another it. Star Trek composer. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It, it just just uh, just an excellent, excellent. Um, but and then, and then I looked at TV series as well. So so um, you know a little bit of Alias as well. As I said that that I, and I was never I never really watched much of Alias. Although I I do know it was one of these series. But I think you know where this is going, Alex. I do. Uh, I you do. know where this is going. Big um, groan incoming. Um, for my number four, I've put Lost. Uh, and the way that I you hate the, Lost so much. But the way that you shit on Lost, it just doesn't. It's not right. The way I you shot on Lost not. is not right. I know because it's not. because episodically, and if that's a word or if that's not a word, they are excellent. Like, tell me what tell show me a bad individual episode of Lost. You can't. They're not bad. They're so well crafted, the individual episodes. If you go into IMDB, they're all like eight and a half above. Like, there it does not drop in quality. Storytelling. It 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 was one of the great um, milestones in TV history. Lost. I mean, yeah. I mean, lo lo lost quite possibly made TV cool again. No arguments, no arguments from me at all on that part. And my, and my big thing is, I never watched it at the time. Right, I right. watched it less for the first time less than five years ago. Right, yeah, and actually not knowing any, and actually not knowing anything about it, and I and I have to tell you, and I'm not going to spend any time going into like why, why I think that it, 
no doubt it it was pioneering and led to bigger bigger and better stuff no doubt no doubt for everyone for everyone however looking watching it now just doesn't doesn't hold up i i i'm inclined to agree with you i mean i've been tempted to go back and watch it again because i think what it does was it is it proposes a lot of modern day storytelling um quips and 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 you know almost um mechanisms as it were and and all of them have been taken forward you know like we're watching we're watching year one of a lot of modern film and tv you know like you 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 take something like breaking bad breaking bad learned so much vince gilligan learned so much from from um how jj abrams like managed loss he learned like he he, he's quoted him as like that was one of the single biggest like lessons learned in terms of how to to create tv and story and writing and characters and how to to incorporate and uh, you know I, i i you're right the one thing that i will always admit is the story is is mental like the it is it's so obvious it was hit with a writer's strike and it was it didn't they didn't know how they were going to end it when they started it now that is that's criminal whatever way you look at it i accept that's criminal but is that enough for it to to to, to for always go no this is terrible we never watch it again no Fuck i didn't, no. It, I, it, didn't it, like... I know i know you're not i know you're not but 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 it is it is revolutionary sorry go on what are you gonna no, say what, what i was gonna what i was gonna say is i didn't like feeling deliberately manipulated by by yeah. the show and it's it's so apparent because you've got <clears throat> because most of the most of the episodes were basic were basically you know standalone little problems that are contained yeah. in the episode yeah with with a little tease at the end yeah. for the biggest but, thing but, to make but, us but go what they were no no, no exactly but what they were learning, what they were learning, is that works for a for some style of show. But this was a new this this show broke new grounds, right? This wasn't like a culty sort of classic. This wasn't like your Doctor Who. That Doctor Who's allowed to do that, right? Because Doctor Who has diehard fans throughout. This wasn't, you know, th- th- this this paved the way for things like Breaking Bad and for Game of Thrones and all these yeah. massive shows. Because what it, what it did was it learnt. You can't get away with that. You you know, audiences are more intelligent than you think. Like this learnt that lesson so well. You, you know how many you know how many like video reports there are out there of why Lost was amazing and why Lost just paved the way. Anyway, look, I, I'm not I, I'm going to go into it, but I I I don't think I could watch it again um, for the same reason as you've said. It probably wouldn't stand up, and I think I think season one as a standalone is pretty fucking good. I, yeah, I think I season yeah. se- season one on its own would be would be pretty good. And and to that extent, the score that Michael Giacchino uses for Lost season one, it it just it hits in a different way. And the further away I get from it, the closer I I assimilate it to, you know, my experience of watching it for the first time. Like I can't listen to Life and Death, that piece of music, and not right. just feel like it's so it's so wistful and so romantic and so beautiful and so. Um, I, I guess just it makes you feel melancholy, but like comfortable and you wrap yourself in it of like, you know, this was them learning. Everyone was learning. You know, we were learning. I was growing up as I was watching this show. Like it just hits me in, in a really just sensitive way, in a really innocent way. Like it hits it at home. And, and you know, and, and, and even the even the spookier tracks in there, you know, they were they were trying to do this. Like everyone, they, they it believed in what it was trying to do. Like yeah. it, it, it didn't half arse at what it was trying to do. You know, to your point on, 
it had a self-contained story. Like the way in which the the structure of that first season came out, it focused a different episode on every single individual character. Just yeah. a brilliant way to tell a story of an ensemble cast. You know, yeah. done so successfully in things like Skins is other example of where that's done so effectively. But 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 then trying to tie them all together using the musical melody to in some way provide coherence throughout the plot and make sure that it grounds them all back to this one situation, which is them lost on an island. Yeah. Um. I, I, I just, I mean, it's when you think of Lost, you don't think of Strangers Lost on an Island anymore, do you? And that's the sad thing about it. You think of, you know, the whole mystery and the DARPA and all this. What was it not DARPA? It was the DARP. The anyway, the I think the, it was DARPA. Was it DARPA? But but the um. You know the, the 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 idea that you know some of the some of the themes things that came off that like the the cultural relevance of not Penny's boat or the hatch. You know what I mean? The the opening of the hatch, the end of the season one, like they, they're they're points in you know TV history. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Gio Chino scored them. Gio Chino did. Yeah. You know, gave enhanced those experiences. That's why it's number four for me. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Okay. Up. Yeah. Now, now, Up was going to appear on my list, but I had to put two slots in for the Pixar films. Oh, right, and okay. the two Pixar films that I chose were, was one of them, Up got a special mention, but go for oh, it. I'm happy okay. you chose it. Fabulous. I'm so glad. I mean, this, this <clears throat> is here musically because of the opening sequence. Oh, my God. Because I, there, oh. there is not a soul on earth that just doesn't have this like profound tragic reaction to married life yeah it's it's beautiful and like heart achingly depressing at the same time yeah um but also lovely it's got it's it's like this how could they start uh animated children's movie with like a perfect like three minute encapsulation of just life yeah yeah and like a full life's journey and a full life's experience Mm. and and the the most gorgeous gorgeous dancing waltzy yeah um waltzy tune as well so that even 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 when they're they're they're, you see carl and ellie Mm. um throughout their throughout their whole lives doing all sorts of different uh but the music tells you that they're dancing through it together yeah 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 which is like the most special kind of thing a couple a couple can do is dance together i think Mm, i I think mm. it's it's one of the most beautiful like images um i have to say i am you know you know i was in prague for a wedding Mm, and the other the other week and um, one of the things that the bride wanted to do, the bride was the cellist in my quartet when um, when mm. she studied in London um, before the pandemic, and then she moved back to Czech. Yeah, Republic. yeah. And one thing she wanted to do, we used to get together, um, a big a big group of us, uh, with chamber music and play a bunch of uh, Danish Danish uh, folk tunes, Danish yeah. st- string nice. quartet stuff, and we used to have little chamber music parties and and play that sort of stuff. And she wanted to do that, so she got our cello out, and we and we were, um, having a jam, having a jam, having a jam. I took some, I took some music. Um, she sourced some instruments for us, and we and we sat in a circle in the middle of the barn. Um, and we played for the wedding we, guests. 
Yeah, well, it's more for us, but the wedding yeah, guests were yeah. like, "Oh, you know, came and and lovely, and, lovely. and listened as well." And sort of, it was it was a very very casual wedding. It wasn't very, yeah. um, it wasn't like hyper hyper yeah, ske- yeah, yeah, yeah. scheduled. Um, so yeah, we just had a little jam and we played through. And then about the fourth or fifth song we played was a was a waltz, mm. and 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 we got a, a, a minute or so through it, and then her parents just started waltzing around us. Oh, lovely. Nobody, nobody asked. Nobody asked them to. wasn't wasn't like planned. They just, you know, they just they just fancied it. It was a yeah, lot, it, and it was such a beautiful moment. And I just I just thought of that now as we were talking about that uh, married life sequence and up. It's just absolutely perfect marriage of visual and audio storytelling and animated mm. and Pixar and mm. just. Mwah. chef's kiss all around chef's kiss all around i agree well look, we're going to come back to i think some of the pixar um music he does i'm sure in some guys but i want to give you my number three because I, i'd be remiss if you know he, he's 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 got his film he's got his film and his sort of i uh, sorry his tv and his his games soul gores he's got his actiony ones you know your sort of your your jurassic world your star trek rogue one bad times the el royale um He's got his he's got his animated ones, which I'm sure we'll come back to. But let's not forget Michael Giacchino's blasting his way into the screens with some superhero scores. Yeah. Uh, and for nine for my number three, I think is you know honorable mentions to Doctor Strange and to Thor. My number three is Homecoming. Ah, oh, it's Homecoming. Homecoming. I just it's I, not on my list. I just adore the Homecoming theme. The do 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 do. I just think it's, you know, if 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 you look at the original Spider-Man comics, a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and you go, what is that? What is that? You know, obviously the do 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 do. You know, he's yeah. able to incorporate that into it. But I think if you if you watch the film and you think of those original comics this is this is what it would sound like you know yeah. this is what it would sound like you know and he, he's able to slow it up speed it down there's there's some lovely pizzicato strings that go throughout there there's a nice tempo it it, it hits in an interesting way it's syncopated beautifully to end you know to Ill- at, like, at different points in the track to illustrate how the you know spider-man is moving around like it it mimics him it yeah. mimics it mimics a teenage spider-man yeah, yeah he's been told you've got to do the score for a teenage spider-man he's like hold my beer yeah hold yeah, my yeah, beer yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll put a few of the stuff you remember but let me take over this. Yeah. I'll give kind you what a, similar, a teenage Spider-Man is. A kind of in a similar way to how he treated the Star Trek thing. As far as the, mm. like, as far as like the, it's not member berries, but it kind of is. It's like it's got the DNA, but it's not in your face about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I and I loved it. And you know, there's some wonderful themes throughout there. I think the you know um, the Vulture gets a really interesting, menacing theme that, that and and then it also leans on on a lot of you know some of the, some of the work that a lot of the avengers themes do like marvel does have some music that just rings true there is a you can tell a marvel score you can in some way I mean, yeah. it's more difficult but michael giacchino is one of the the artists that in some way tries to say you know look marvel is everywhere let's try and find a little bit of balance and resemblance throughout our yeah. scores and i think he does that with definitely with doctor strange and homecoming like they're very you know it was yeah. tough for me to try and choose between the two of them yeah. um but i do think that homecoming is a bit more wholesome yeah would we would we say that homecoming is the best mcu score would we even call it that since it's um since it's a sony thing that's kind of uh 
Yeah, Marvel it's a good question. Adjacent. I mean, I mean, I I think it's the best piece of music that comes that comes. I mean, I, I you know, outside of Endgame, I think Endgame is the best score. Um, Endgame on its own, as a, you know, I listen to the Endgame score quite a lot, and not yeah. just Portals, just the. But I think Homecoming, um, as a standalone hero score, I think it's fantastic. I think it's one yeah. of the best. Yeah. Um. So so that's that's my number three. Awesome, fantastic. Well, that's a very nice segue because we're staying with superheroes. Mm. And my number three is The Batman. Oh, now that's higher on my list. Oh, we'll have to come back to it then. Okay, Ooh, fine, 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 right. fine. Okay, okay, okay. That's your number three, though. That's I mean, right. I, that may, it makes sense because I know I know what your number two and number one will probably be then. Um, yeah. So, so look, I think we're back in Pixar land pretty much before we get back to The Batman. Um, yeah. Is that is that right, 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 right in saying that? Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's, it's, so, yeah. it's Pixar's for, for you. So, 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 you know, five Pixar's to choose from. One of them's already done. Uh, that was one of my first honorable mentions. And I've tried to group them into two categories. Um there's the kind of there's the more sensitive category, um, so that is maybe your inside outs, your ups, um, and then there's the more I guess the more bombastic categories, and it's not even just Pixar because an honourable mention I'll give here is Zootopia, which is apparently a fantastic score. Is that on your list in some way, shape, or form? Uh, Zootopia was not on my list, but no. I loved that movie, and yeah. I I can't say that I remember the score specifically but it definitely wouldn't surprise me to listen to it and go oh yeah that absolutely so i've i've actually listened i've actually listened to the score and i thought it was really great but i've not seen the movie so i'd like to see the movie yeah i've heard it's really good okay yeah it's really good the movie is great um my number three and this is probably getting higher on your list is the incredibles oh yeah that's higher on my list okay what number is that for you oh no i can't tell you that Okay. I can okay. tell you that. Okay. Well, Back I to mean, you then. Well, I mean, you're, you're going to find out now because my number two yeah. is Inside Out. Oh, okay. So that's not on my list. That's go not for on it. your list. Oh. No, go for it. Go for it. This has worked out well because I think it we're has. getting around them all. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. No, Inside Out. It, again, this movie is important in so many qu- ways, right? It's quite similar to Up, though, I felt, though. It's quite similar Musically. to Up. Yeah. Well, I think i think similar i think um similar in that it was michael giacchino and i think you do i think you hear a lot more of his dna in Mm. his pixar output than you do in his live action output and i don't really know why that is i have a theory i i have a theory and i think that's good yeah that makes sense and and i think as a kind of catch-all comment i would say maybe his um pixar and animated stuff is perhaps a slightly higher quality on the whole apart from a couple mm. of examples than his live at than his live action stuff and i suspect that a reason for that could be that animations take longer to make mm. and that a composer probably has more time to conceptualize mm. what they're going to do and longer to execute it mm. and mm. it's just it's just better it's just it's had more time in the oven yeah the, the ideas of it all had more time in the oven and that's kind of why i think and that's kind of why i think animations work just across all departments to be well that honest. makes that's that rings true as well because you know he's done some you know back to homecoming you know you could you could almost argue that they've come from animations they're from comic books so he has had a bit more time to really think about it a bit yeah more because yeah, he's yeah. Seen it, so yeah so it's, it's all there but in the case in the case of inside out i love the fact that it starts just with that light and with joy joy is the first mm. first emotion right at birth mm. of of right of riley um 
and th- th- this this movie is important in so many ways from like a mental health perspective and it's 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 used by actual doctors and psychiatrists and and things like that which just tells you volumes but the other thing i think I, there was a lot of consultants as well consulted on the, the story writing for yeah, it to I, try think, and, yeah. I think i think they they set out to make that kind of thing which i i think is truly and truly incredible Mm. but the but the music starts just as simply like yes you get joy's light right at the right at the beginning but you also get that kind of twinkle twinkle kind of Mm. chimes Mm. and then and then he adds another um it's almost like minimalism it almost starts minimalistic where you start with one idea and then you just add bits onto that idea yeah, and yeah. it just builds very slowly from that. And again, the opening, the opening sequence—it's like you're seeing and hearing the formation of a person, of a personality, mm, of of mm. a person, and you can see it on screen and you can hear it in the music again with this like perfect marriage of um, audio and visual storytelling. Mm. And then, and then the quality of the music like just continues throughout throughout the movie. Mm. Always with those ideas and the different emotions have their own versions of it's it's like you've got a a Riley motif, right? But it's played in different ways depending on what what character's doing what, mm, mm. which is amazing. I think yeah, I think it's, I think it's incredible. I, yeah. honestly, I, I, that's why it's on my list. No, that I think that I, th- I think that that makes a huge amount of sense. Um, it's so so so. I mean, I'm trying to do, do, do incredible. The Incredibles is that higher on your list then, or is this one? I'm just trying. To well, think. no, that, yeah. Well, I've only got that's, one spot left. That's your that's your number one, is it? The Incredibles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so <clears throat> the Incredibles is my number three, and I think my your number three is my number one. So rather than talking about each other's number threes and number ones back and back, can I give you my number two? Absolutely, yeah, that's exactly how we should do it. So, so my number two, um, you, you, you know, uh, I think is my favourite of the Pixar sentimental scores. I think, in my personal opinion, I think this one's better than than Up, and I think this one's better than Inside Out. Okay. Because I think it does what those two films um, does. I think it takes a theme. It takes a theme like, you know, like marriage and married life and the whole of a life um, and it takes a theme of things like, you, you, you know, I, I guess like um, a, a, a huge amount of of you know the emotional range that that Inside Out has, but I think it applies to family, and I think it it, it makes family the centre of it, um, whilst also in the backdrop of a cultural environment that Giacchino is not familiar with or is not his home from environment, so. Oh. Uh, my number two is Coco. Encanto. Oh, so- oh sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say, oh, 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 oh. sorry. Oh. That's uh, quite rude, actually. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Encanto was uh, Lin-Manuel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, no, no, Coco, for, for, for 100 million reasons, I think is still better than Encanto. Co- yeah. Co- Co- Coco, I agree, by the way. <laughs> um, you know, C- Coco was one of these movies that... I heard from a lot of good film critics that that it was the film that made them cry yeah. and it was the film that touched them the most. Um, and I, I remember actually my, my granddad died, sadly. Uh, my grandpa died, sadly. Uh, granddad died, sadly. Um, 
was it a couple of weeks before I watched this movie or a week or so before I watched this movie. And Ooh, that's um, not good so, so, so that's when it hits quite well. And it's yeah. ironic, you know, like my, my gran actually sadly died when I first watched Up and, uh, you know, Married Life again was, you know, my gran was on his own. And so it was all these sort of real memories and stuff. So so that's these things have always, have always hit at different times. But um, Coco is, um, it doesn't make you feel sad. It makes you feel so, um, it, 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 as a film, the the way that it hits you is different to any other film that hits you sad. Now, Married Life hits you, makes you feel sad. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't do what Coco does. Because what Coco does is Coco gives you hope. And Coco gives you, it, it, it says it's okay. It's okay that you feel these things. And because and and, things are going to just move on. There's always a next place. There's always a next place. There's always a next thing. And... I think to the backdrop of the day of the dead is is wonderful, and I think married life it definitely has a finality to it. You know, the, you know he yeah Carl loses Ellie and she's gone and he's on his own, and it's sad for that reason. And you know the film then picks up and it takes a turn and goes. You know you've had new adventures and stuff, but what Coco does is Coco goes one stage further and it says, but when you die. You go to this amazing place and it's amazing and and you know you're you're with your family again and you can celebrate and you have a new life and and the the music very much encourages that and it very much encourages the the remember me and remember me is just i mean one of the best pieces of music put to an animated film i mean it, it quite possibly is in my opinion one of the best pieces of it, it, both scored music and and soundtrack music um put 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 to put to a, a film because it basically goes, that is what the film's about. The film is about, you need to remember your, your family. Now, even, even when, and they, they do a wonderful storytelling aspect in Coco, when, you know, when, when, when they're in the docks at the bottom of the Day of the Dead in the, in the, 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 the land ever after, and one of the guys is, is he's sat in a hammock and, and his, he's, he's starting to fade away. And they go, why is he fading away? And he goes, well, because, you know, people are, nobody else left alive remembers who he is. And so you're only truly dead when everyone who remembers you on Earth is no longer there to remember you. And then that's when you actually die. And I love that because because then because at that point you're like, yeah, now I'm happy to go. Now I'm happy to fade away. And and the way that it says that in such a sensitive way is it's so beautiful. And Giacchino's there. Like, he 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 knows this. He will have seen that script. What a challenge that is. Imagine yeah. that. You've been told you've got to capture the moment when somebody leaves both the real world and the celestial world because nobody else alive remembers who they are. Oh. And, and, go, and go and score that. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what a job you've had yeah. to do. And, and to think that what he's come away with is, like, that. that is one of the most... Uh, from a human emotion perspective and from a human you know e even just a, a, a an understanding a cog a cognitive um recognition perspective that is one of the most challenging things that you can do how how can how can you how can you imagine that and michael giacchino has scored it he scores it in such a beautiful and sensitive way you know remember me is littered throughout you know um the the music of my life is one or music of my family music of my life you know and and, and the, the wonderful he like he he enables you know some soundtracks and um, music to fall through this as well as score music i just think this is out of the three of them this one i think is the most mature i yeah. think of of the scores and it's totally out of his wheelhouse it's it's, it's mexican 
It's it's yeah. a Mexican theme throughout. Yeah, so yeah. It, it hits twice. <laughs> yeah, no, amazing. No, I, I need to watch that again. I've watched it once. Oh my I've watched God. Co- I've watched Coco once, and I did, and I listened to the soundtrack afterwards actually as well. Um, yeah, because we didn't. Yeah, that was pre. That was very much pre podcast. So yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. and um, I did love the music as well. But I do need to revisit all of that actually. Yeah, need to it's, get on. It's that. it's not my favorite picture. I I do my favorite picture, which is a weird one. Oh right, um, okay. Which is I do think it is. Um, is it in, what's it called? The one with the brothers. Um, encha- is it enchanted? Is it enchanted or something like that? The I don't even the remember brothers. the name. I don't even remember the name of my favorite one. Wait, Pixar movie. Yeah, with the brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or encanted. Right. Encanted. It, it, it's not Alex. Stop singing Encanto. <laughs> <laughs> Onward. It's called Onward. Onward. All right. Okay. Cool. We- weirdly, I think that's my favorite. One. Anyway, yeah. go on, mate. Right. Number one, The Incredibles. Mm. Number my number three. Oh yeah, um, I mean, the sound of this score is it, it nails you to the wall. Oh, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely nails you to the wall throughout. Oh, it's yeah. it's just it's so good. It's so. And then screaming trumpet. It is just excellent, yeah. yeah. It is, it is just excellent. It's so bloody good. And uh, I, I think a lot of people of our generation would cite this as their favourite movie score. I've heard mm. a lot of people say, favourite movie score out of anything, oh, The Incredibles. Yeah. Because it yeah. just slaps throughout, yeah. absolutely throughout. couple of like interesting things about it. Do you know who the first composer they approached to score this movie was? Was it Danny Elfman? It was not. Who was it? it John Williams? No. Um, oh, if you don't know this, you're going to love this. Uh, I don't... Uh, would it, have, it wasn't Newman, would it have been? No. no um, you're not thinking in the right in, in the right places. It's not not Randy Newman. Uh, no. Okay, I don't know who, uh, who would it have been. John Barry. Oh really? Yes. Oh, wonderful. Yes. John, that is excellent. John Barry was approached to do this because Brad Bird, the director of this, wanted a uh, James Bondy on Her Majesty's Secret Service kind yeah. of sound, kind of sound to it. But right. John, but John Barry refused because he didn't want to duplicate. Be, yeah, yeah. On Her Majesty's Secret Service, so. It, the job instead was given to Michael Giacchino. And if you look at his filmography, this is actually really early in his output. This is like 2004. Mm. This is something like the third big feature film that he'd ever done. And the first Pixar one that, that he'd ever done. He, he, he did not have that many things under his belt when he did this. And this is arguably the thing that he's most remembered for. Mm. Um, and that kind of James Bond a vision that Brad Bird had very much still found its way into Michael Giacchino's score because even though it's a superhero movie it's still the the environment is very like um 1960s but um kind of future utopia type vibes mm. Mm. it's it's mm. it's a weird it takes place in a weird kind of science fictiony world yeah where, i know what like, you mean yeah where where superheroes are you know, it's kind of like a um, 
a more optim a more optimistic version of the boys in many ways. Yeah, because, it is, isn't it? Yeah, because because they're 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 celebrities, but also they're commoditized in in various ways as well. You've they've got handlers looking after them, and and things like that. And I think I think that aspect of like the James Bondness really mm, came through, mm. and then and the DNA with James Bond doesn't stop there because I mentioned the wailing trumpet. Right. Mm, mm. I mentioned the wailing trumpet, and I actually know who that is. That is a that's a guy by the name of Mike Lovett, who is an amazing session trumpet player based based in London. Who I've actually played you've met with him. That. Yeah, you've, I've met yeah. I met him, and we played when I was at music college. We did a whole concert of James Bond music, and he sat in the orchestra and he played the trumpet and he basically like mentored the trumpet players and like oh, how wow. it's done and i remember i remember one um the, the first rehearsal we were playing goldfinger yeah and, yeah, and, yeah and the student did it really really well and the conductor was very very gracious he said i, I can't remember um, what the student's name was but he said listen you're doing a fantastic job and like this isn't like uh, uh, this isn't a reflection of your playing at all, but just because he's here, Mike, do you mind doing this? Like, not like just for once for the rehearsal, so we can really kind of hear that. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. And, you know, we started again, and then just, you know, Goldfinger. <laughs> and, you know, da ba. And then he just absolutely screams, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. the most incredible sound ever, and it's 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 unmistakable. It's him, and he was featured in this Incredibles score, and you can really hear that it's such a huge feature. But you've amazing. also but you've also got amazing tracks like uh, I think it's called Kronos, but I can't remember. It's basically the scene where Mister Incredible is in inside the volcano layer, which is very James Bond. Mm, mm, and mm. Um, and he's uh, on that massive cavern-sized computer screen, like basically finding out the the villain's plan. Mm. And and you've got this slow building um piece of music that's almost a carbon copy, but in a in in like in a homage way, not in a copying way of um is is it capsule in space? Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, and yeah. Where where um it slowly slowly builds right up until the moment that the rocket do, swallows do, do, this. Do, do, yeah. That one. Is that when they're going through all the different spies that have been killed? Exactly. Or different... yeah, 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 it's that, brilliant. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's excellent. And it's almost that exact same exact same piece of music. God, and it I is. Just, yeah. Yeah. And that and that's not an accident. And oh, I, I need I to just, watch that bit again. That's yeah. excellent. I'd not made that connection. Yeah, and I, I think that is an excellent piece of music. Yeah, and I think just the whole score of that and Incredibles two. Although I've only seen Incredibles two once, and I need to watch it again because it's really, really good. And that's why it's my number one. That is excellent. How much time do we have left? Oh, we've not got a huge amount of time. No. Um. Look, I think your number three is my number one, and it it. I don't quite know how we've ended up in this way that I'm finishing, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Something wrong happened along the way. <clears throat> something, something, there was something wrong did you happen. Started, I think it's because you started and you're finishing. How am I, yeah, how am I finishing? <clears throat> how have you gone back to back? I think it's maybe because what's your what? So, so just 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 rattle back your five, four, three, two, one for me. Right. It was Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Then it was 
You didn't write them down, did you? I did write them down, but then I but then I deleted them after I talked about them. So. <laughs> oh, great! That's very good. I know it was so good. Well, oh goddamn! It was Star Trek. Then it was it was another live action one. No, it wasn't. Was it uh, Up or Inside Out? It was Up. Inc- yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, it was Up. Then it was the Batman. In- then it was Inside then Out. Inside Out. Uh, yeah, so I have I've hit my five. What were your yeah. what were your five? So it was mine were Jurassic Jurassic World, Lost, Homecoming, The Incredibles, um, Coco, and then the Batman. Was All right, my no, we've hit, we've hit all the points. Yeah, the no, let's, let's not obsess over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> let, let's um, the, the the point I was going to make with with bat the Batman is the the Batman is not only um, <clears throat> I think one of his best scores, in my opinion, his best score. I think it's the best score for a superhero movie that's out there. Yeah. And that's up against things like the Raimi Spider-Mans, which have incredible, you know, scores. Um, I think it's the best. um, It's one of its best Giacchino score because it not only is a new score for a new film, for a new, a new type of, of film, but also he he he's you he deliberately shows you he's learnt along the way he deliberately yeah. shows you he's learnt along the way in that some parts of the lost theme are in this yeah he's he's deliberately went no no i'm proud of what i did with lost and he's he's put in some parts of love and death into oh, this piece of music you can hear it like 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 you're like that's love and death he he whittles in some some of his favorite stuff he's done along the years like and that's the reason why i had to put lost in the list because i know for a fact that means more to michael giacchino than it does to us as audience members his his work on that show right okay and and his work on the batman um stands out above everything else he's done and i i think you're right you know his his the work on his animated stuff is special and it's more special than everything he does live action and the Batman is the only exception. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he gives a shit about this. Yeah, yeah. You can tell, you know, he he fought tooth and nail to get this, and why she's and now he's got it. The themes and the work he creates for this is just wonderful. Let me start with one thing, which is something in the way. Now, something in the way was the theme that they wanted to use for Batman. This really just Kurt Cobain esque, so just one track minded batman trapped in his own you know like he is the problem he's he's it's so unhealthy but you've you've got to get into the cycles of what he thinks is the right thing to do and so you put on something in the way you know underneath the bridge um the tarp is as 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 bonalik um all the animals i've trapped have now become my pets like some of the lyrics in that song are just amazing and michael giacchino's went yeah, let me keep going here. Let me do some, you know, is uh, underneath the bridge. Yeah. Tartus broke a leak. Do, 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 in the way. And you can hear him. He's done scored versions of something in the way as well. And if you put scored version of something in the way alongside the main Batman theme here, they they line up in such a magnificent, magnificent way. You know, that impending, and they've went, I've started here, I've started in this angst, this real dark depression angst, but I'm going to use this and I am going to be vengeance. Dun, 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 dun. And it yeah. builds. And that final, and it slows down, and that final, dun, dun, dun. 
and it's just yeah. like oh my god yeah, you know yeah, talk yeah. about pin you to the wall yeah, like you're pinned to the fucking floor with that shit yeah, like yeah. it's just there it's so in your face and and you can't you can't escape from it you know you you you're you're held to account with that score just like you can't escape from batman exactly you know and then and, and the next piece of music i want to talk about is is the is you know like there's there's really four amazing pieces of music that he does to us batman has two the riddler has two catwoman uh, riddler has one catwoman has one you know the riddler piece of music right again the same way the twisted ave maria that gets yeah. used throughout this you know the the, the riddler score is do, 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 do. but it's ave maria in a minor key yeah, yeah. it's they he's basically reused the, the ave maria and and it is sinister but also it hints to danny elfman it gives danny elfman his due in you know danny elfman famously scoring batman before like yeah. this this score is so deep it goes yeah, yeah. do you remember i did lost Here's some lost. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember how you wanted it to be something in the way, and it's this? Here's that, and here's how it's builds to vengeance. Oh, Batman's been done before. Batman's been done through Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman likes his twinkly sounds and his wistful music, but let's put a minor key into this because it's it's weird. Yeah. Then you've got the influence of jazz. Jazz makes its way into this movie for the first time. The the wonderful piano. It's a sonata that follows like a cat follows through the kind of the alleyways and it follows her through as she's doing things, and and it, and it interacts with funeral and far between, which I'll get to, and that kind of the other Batman theme, but. They are so mature and so complex. Like I, I, I will listen to this score. I mean, I listen to this score almost on a weekly basis now nice. when I work. When I work, because I have to. Like I just, I love this to listen to to work because it covers all the emotions that you can feel. When I'm angry, I listen to the angry stuff. When I'm depressed, I listen to the sad stuff. When I, when I'm trying to explore stuff, it's got the, you know, the, the kind of the the Batman's, uh, you know, following Catwoman on a, on a mission, and he's he's do 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 do, you know, and yeah. then it's got the 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 highway to the anger zone, you know, that oh, yeah. fool the, with the with the timpani drums and the drums are battering. Do, 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 Awesome. And, and what it, a bloody track name that isn't it well but that's <laughs> back to it. But, 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 but look at but look at the score they're all puns every yeah. single track on this thing's a pun you know funeral funeral and far between is 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 a pun um you know like um what what, what what's the 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 city uh oh, what's it called can't can't get no what was it called can't fight uh city halloween mayoral ducting it's raining vengeance don't be voyeur with me crossing the feline and yeah. um, you know like moving in for the gill you know yeah. um it's it, it, it's it's all it's all puns uh, and an imperfect murder was yeah. was one of them i and but the and, and then obviously you've got the Batman, the theme at the end. You've got the Catwoman's theme. So Batman has both of his themes in it. It's got the, the something in the way and the funeral far between, you know, the kind of the suite. You've got the Catwoman theme, which is a beautiful, jazzy, smoky jazz, back of the jazz club. You know, yeah. the kind of the girl that's watching, the girl that's waiting. It's got the, it's got the twisted Riddler the, the theme. And then you've got Sonata in the Darkness, which is the piano sonata that covers all of the pieces of music. I, this is the best score I've heard in years. This isn't just my number one score for Michael Giacchino. This is probably in my top five, maybe top three scores of all time. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's Sorry to go incredible. on a big rant. <laughs> no, 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 I said, no, no, it's, I love when anybody gets passionate about a movie score like that. It's just, that's why 
it's so important and those things that what you think about when you when you hear it and you can hear the connections to other things and you can make your own connections to what's happening in the movie just through the music so many yeah. people just don't appreciate how integral to storytelling in a movie that, that music is and when it's not taken seriously because it's not taken seriously in a lot of movies you always feel like oh you could have mm. improved your movie tenfold mm. if mm. you'd if you'd done if you'd cared about having a really quality score or you know just a score that does something mm. as opposed to just being there mm. and 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 I and I really really love that and I loved this score as well and I would I would love to see it on the Oscar nominations next year. I don't know if it will. I think it would be amazing if it were, and I think it would be a massive snub if it wasn't. I, I, I something you're right. Something about it says that it probably won't. But I've, yeah. I've got to feel it's got to be at least a nomination. But how can that not win a? I, I just don't understand how that could not win a score. Like that is an Oscar worthy score. I think it's a. I think it's a winning worthy score. Hundred percent. But yeah. yeah, and I yeah, I just I I love that. Um, sonata and darkness right at the end at the end the the big sketchbook mm. and everything and the fact that it's all beethoveny and stuff we, we go into mm. more detail when we did it a couple of months back yeah but, we we if you want to uh, listen to more about why we love this listen back to our previous episode but i i just uh, i just adore it well wait that was fun that was yeah, a lot of fun we should fun. we should do the we should do these specials on spotlight composers next i mean yeah, we should I, do other I, composers, um, definitely i've got a, i've got a i've got a potential one for the next one i'd quite like oh. to maybe do um Ooh. in moving forward but we're gonna get there now yeah i think so Moving forward? Yeah, let's move. Um, we were just talking about potential next ones, and it ties into one of the things I want to talk about moving forward. Um, so potentially Benjamin Wallfish might be quite a nice one to do. Ooh, um, there's some really great scores there. And, and what, you know, I think because, you know, mainly with his work on, I think it was It that he just did, which was amazing. Like, I love that. Um, yeah. Amazing, amazing score. Um, but... Um, you know, I uh, he he's just recently, you know, and he's also done a, quite a lot of horror movies as well, which is which is why I quite like him. Um, he 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 uh, he's um, just scored a really interesting movie um, called Thirteen Lives. Now, I've told you oh. to watch this, but you've not had the chance to watch this. Are you have you got have you got a night with your family tonight? Have you got a night no. in with the family? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a classic night in for the family, and I. Uh, because we watched it with our my mum was up and um mum's partner and we sat and watched this and we were like gripped because it tells a story and it is so accurate like it's so fucking accurate because we watched the documentary just following and uh it's amazing even like the t-shirts and the way they all like the mannerisms that colin farrell and vigo mortensen have for the characters is like is spot on um it's mad and so i really want to watch it i really do the thing that hit me most about it is um, 
the film's very much, and the story is very much, if you remember the story, it's very much in two parts. There's firstly finding the boys, and then there was the getting the boys out. Yeah. And I and I didn't really know how they got the boys out, but actually as I was watching it, I came to a similar conclusion that they came to, which is how they did it, which is you're going to have to just like knock these boys out and just like actually take them out as like unconscious strapped in blobs. Um, which is which is how they end up doing it. Which again, yeah. like, it sounds easy, but they explain why it's so challenging, and it's amazing how they go into it. But one thing that it hit me when I watched this movie, not was you know like they were using you know real sort of like dimensions from the cave. They were using shooting on location and the documentary showing it, so you see inside the cave. And they were saying the only difference was in the real life. Um, in the film, the the water looks quite clear, and in the real life, there you couldn't see your hand in front of your face, which is tra- so you're trapped hundreds of miles or not hundreds, but you're trapped hundreds of meters underground, yeah. in tight claustrophobic places, totally covered in water, and you're like moving it's through. It's disgusting. I'm not claustrophobic, but I imagine anyone who's claustrophobic watching that or even being told that is like, oh yeah, dying. it's, it's right. it, it is like. Oh. But the but the way the guys in the documentary explain it is they talk you talk you through how they get in the headspace of it, which I find fascinating. And a small part of me would want to try it. I Ooh. do think a small part of me, like I can kind of see. It. I mean, it would be terrifying. I don't like small spaces. Like I don't like underground small spaces. But maybe there's something in being underwater. I know that sounds fucking weird That's, and almost counterintuitive. That's definitely. But there's something around the idea of that if because I think the thing about being trapped underground is that I'm reliant on my own weight, whereas I'm quite a comfortable swimmer. And I think if I could feel the flow of the water, knowing that, do you know, I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe that's totally wrong, and maybe I would freak out. I probably would. Absolutely freak out and panic. Yeah. Um, I'd probably very much freak out and panic. So it's amazing. But but um, the thing that hit me most is every time they go get to the boys and they get back again, how long do you think it takes them to get there and to get back again? Like to get oh. through the cave to where the boys are trapped and back? I can't. I, I, I can remember. I can only really remember the main bullet points of the story. And I'm sure this was something that was discussed at the time. Mm. Was it Was it ours? Oh, uh, multiple hours just yeah. to do a one-way trip. Yeah. Like it was taking them, they were going through like kilometers of tunnel and they were crawling through kilometers of tunnel each time and or, or like swimming through tiniest gaps. Like, And what's amazing about that is you forget that they had to coordinate over 18 or so days that, that to getting them, f- like just keeping them alive, getting them yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it, but it was taking, like I think on some trips, it took them up to seven hours to go one way direction based on like the, the, the flood and like yeah. they were fighting the currents, underwater currents and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, anyway, mate, look, just... Um, it sounds incredible. And also it's, ju- a, Ron, just it's a Ron, Ron Howard movie. Ron, he, Ron he, he Howard. incredible movies, doesn't he? Ron Howard, Viggo Mortensen, Ben Benjamin Wolfish uh, composes. Uh, it's a brilliant, a brilliant movie. Have you got anything moving forward? Oh, oh nothing new. But e- e- with every day, I feel Lord of the Rings coming, and I am excited. Mm. I've oh. got. I, well, I, I've got some other things on that one. So, I mean, Lord of the Rings aside, the one that we talked about last week that's not too dissimilar was the Sandman. Have you watched oh, the Sandman? Yeah, yeah. I've not watched it yet, but I remember telling you to watch the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? I I did. And I watched episode one. Oh, is it good? Mm-hmm. I, I, terrible. I couldn't watch it. I I found it, a tr- I found it a true. I found <laughs> oh, it unwatchable. No. <laughs> um, it is not my. It's not my thing. It's not my thing, mate. Oh, right, it's okay. it's not my thing. I'm sure you would like it. It's just not my thing. I I oh, I was like this is. I was one. I was watching it, going, "This is going to be great," and it was like it was like his dark materials, but worse. Kind of, you know that oh, kind right. of okay. that kind of like. 
everything's so weird and wonderful and we're but we're on a budget Ooh, the budget <laughs> you know what i mean like i was just watching this going oh god oh, right okay. um oh, i'm not upsetting. a fan of not a fan of it you probably will like it though but i'm oh, not okay. a fan do we have it, that dis- that that dissimilar uh tastes? yeah i think i think this is very much i was watching this going this is a you thing not a me thing all right okay, um, but enough. yeah sorry i just I, it was loosely connected to when we were talking about lord of the rings last week and, no, and was. i just wanted to throw that in well oddly enough oddly enough i'm uh kind of even more mm, enticed to watch it now Oh, really? Yeah, Interesting. I know. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Well, that's fair enough. There we go. Um, I'm going to see Nope, I think, tonight. Yeah, you said. Um, but I can wait till tomorrow if you're back tomorrow. No, no, no. I'm back. Um, nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. I am back on Monday. And then, unfortunately, because I was going to be up here in Scotland until uh thursday so i was here yep. for, i was gonna be here for a good long break but unfortunately but you made I, a couple of jokes that were unfair and blue and your family's asked you to leave yeah that or what actually happened which was i got booked for uh, a two-week opera run in uh, in london so i'm coming i'm coming back very for, good for for some work so uh can we, i come and see you uh i reckon you probably could actually yeah okay that's fine um we'll talk about that one off the air then. definitely <laughs> Come and see, come to the opera, darling. Come to the opera. That's the one they sing, isn't it? They sing in that, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Are you singing? I am not. I'm playing the violin. Okay. As I do in most things. Yeah. I was going to say, why break now? I know. I know. Why break I'm, now? I'm stuck in my way. I'm stuck in my ways. You are. You are very stuck in your ways, actually. Um, the the only last thing that I was just going to say about so so you know going to see Nope. I'm really excited to go and see Nope. Um. I think this looks really really great i've not i've deliberately stayed away from reviews because i want to just go in and just experience it and come yeah. to my own conclusion like yeah, yeah. like everyone does um but that's great and then the final thing is just um she hulk she hulk is round the corner yes uh, have you seen any I... The... I, I i think it's soon there you go but if you if you were about to ask me if i'd watched any of the clips Mm-hmm. any of the little clips i have not watched any of them because they seem to be releasing a new one every day they, and there's like, so many clips yeah i've and decided I'm like, not to watch them yeah i'm like well, why, why why would i watch these these just why, why why wouldn't i just oh my god i'm already watching just a clip there oh god i why is it auto playing a clip i just saw something i didn't want to see my god okay so well, yeah, thursday why are they the 18th spoiling? of august why are they spoiling yeah, these it's things? coming out it's coming out in about five days um yeah fine that's good i mean yeah fine um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to more Tim Roth back and and Mark Ruffalo and Benedict Wormley. This, this will be this 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 will be more akin to the wider MCU than the other TV series I think have been. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty good one. What I like about it is it does have that kind of '90s look to it. You know, like that kind of '90s. The Attorney at Law I think is a really I like it how it's called She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Yeah. I like, I, it, I like so. it. They didn't just call it She-Hulk. Like it's good. I'm excited for this. She looks brilliant, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's gonna be great. I really yeah. like her. She's a cool, she's a cool looking character. Yeah. No, I like. I don't. I don't know enough about her from other things. I think I remember a cartoon She-Hulk like back in the day, but um, I mm. maybe watched saw like one episode. I think it was like. Because there was like a grey Hulk as well. Mm, and I was mm. like, well, why is it a grey Hulk? I thought it was green. I didn't like it because it was grey. I, I don't know. You don't like change, do you? Alex? I don't like change. I'm stuck in my ways, as I've said. I, I'm gonna, I, I've am gonna. i also realised I'm going to have to watch the Daredevil original series. Oh, the, the, have you Have you watched it? What, the Charlie the, the Cox? Net, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, when it yeah. was out. Yeah, I watched I, all I'm, of that. I'm going to have to watch that. 
because it's now relevant, isn't it? I mean, it's it it's is. probably going to be. You're probably going to have to watch that, aren't you? To know. His I'm surprised character. you didn't watch it. No, I didn't. I mean, how is there is there a lot of it? Is there? Yeah, there's like three seasons. Oh my god. Plus the Defenders. I'm not watching the Defenders. Watch Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is great. Until Jessica Jones announces coming back to the MCU, which I wouldn't be surprised, then no. <laughs> oh, well, it's great anyway. Do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think I'll enjoy Daredevil? We can do this off air. Yeah, I think you will. Okay, good. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Uh, what are they, What are they going to do? Uh, what are they going to do now? Right. What's happening now? What's happening now is you, listener. We've got to get yourself onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five star rating if you yeah, please. Yeah, yes. You can leave us a review on there. You can, if you don't want to review us, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We'd love to see, read, and hear anything you have to say. Uh, you can find us on pretty much all the other platforms that you like to listen to your podcasts on. And if you want to get more directly in touch with us, we have an email address as well. That is motionspod at gmail.com. Thank you very much to KTC Graphic Design for the lovely, lovely artwork where we're both just sat there having a little chat. And a beer. Um, and a beer. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat is still not clear. Um, nothing like a clearing a throat on the pod- podcast. And um, next week we're, we're doing Nope, Alex. Yes, um, hopefully. No, none of this hopefully shit. Get yourself to the cinema to see Nope. Okay. Okay. Where well, are you gonna Are you gonna be able to go and get see see Nope? <laughs> it's it's unlikely. <laughs> Why is it unlikely? Because I've got because from when I get back, I've got um after the two evening rehearsals every single every single day until we'll go in the, the morning. 20th. Uh, yeah. Except that I have to pack because I'm moving flat at right at the moment as well. Mm. Mm. Sounds like you're not trying hard enough. Ah, okay. Like Is that what here. it sounds like? Sounds like sounds like you're not trying hard enough. Cool. Right. Okay. I'll um I'll 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 beast them off here, everyone. But thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you again next week. But until then, bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta.